Yo. What up, man? How are you, man? Tired. <laughs> yeah, what is that, dude? I don't even have kids, and I'm fucking tired. Uh, like, Jesus well, Christ. You you got a lot of kids. <laughs> you got kids like Heath right? Slater got kids. Oh, thank you for understanding that. <laughs> you you don't have one. You have, what, 12, 13, 15? Yeah, well, I had a... I had six of my girls were doing this thing where I would, um, I don't know if I told you this, but, you know, I walk my kids to lunch. Did I tell you that? Uh-uh. And how they, they run to the auditorium. And when I'm not looking, like, you know, I'll leave them. All right, have a good lunch, guys. And as soon as, you know, I go into the other building, six of my girls go to the auditorium bathroom, chill out for a little bit, wait till the coast is clear. And then they bolt to the playground. So they don't even eat lunch. What? <laughs> it's like, oh, you little scoundrels. So I, I feel like little home yeah. slights would do that shit. Dude. And it was like, four of them were like my smarter girls. So it's like, uh-huh. So you know did, what I mean? Did you catch them? Pretty clever. Yeah, no, they, they're missing recess all week. So what are you going to do? Nice. Now, I had to pick up a little home slice today, and, you know, I had to pick her up yesterday. I'll pick her up tomorrow. So I've been busy with her lately, and uh, I get to her class, and she's like, Daddy, there's a baby in my tummy. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you mess with me. I'm like, it's bad enough that she's three, right? And she's talking about, oh, my boyfriend from Paris, my boyfriend from Paris. I'm like, one, you're three. Two, why has he got to be from Paris? <laughs> and three, now you got a baby in your tummy? I'm like, oh, this is too much stress. I'm like, kiddo, we need to talk about something else because you're stressing daddy out right now. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> just get her into wrestling. I think that's a better problem. Oh, daddy, I, chopped, even a, see it as a I chopped a boy in class. I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. I can deal with chops. But babies and tummies exactly. and shit, I'm like, oh, god damn it. Never, n- yeah, let her be suspended for giving somebody a figure four. Right? I'm like, okay, that's good. That's good. But babies and tummies and shit. God damn it, man. That's too much playing with my nope. emotions and shit for three years old. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. So uh, let's uh, let's play the fucking intro and do this shit. You are now listening to The Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome, everyone. I am Mascara de Fuego, accompanied by my homeboy. Great Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone. I, I hope everybody's having a solid week so far. Um, and we figured we'd, uh, we'd break down some shows this week, um, kind of give that a try and see. Um, I went back and watched all of Raw. I went and watched SmackDown. I watched NXT just now. The one thing I didn't watch was 205 Live, but I think you, you, you caught that, right? Yeah, I, I caught that long ass match. All right, so let's um, the, so um, I'm trying to figure out how to do this. Let me just like I just have a few notes from Raw, and you can in, either interject or add your notes or what or whatnot. Um, so I definitely enjoyed the Kevin and Sammy show, and I liked the way that they were playing off each other and how it was kind of set up like a uh, like a talk show. Um. And, you know, and them kind of throwing little jabs here and there I thought was pretty funny. Um, especially when they were talking about uh, 
how many kids Kurt Angle has, you know, and he says, like, Sammy kept saying, no, five. He's like, no, remember, it's six, you know, uh, just to remind them that it's, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, Jason Jordan. Um, you forgot Jason Jordan just like uh, Kurt Angle did. <laughs> like, damn, that's, that's so up. bad. Uh, exactly. But I, and I think they will forget that. Oh yeah, no, it'll Knowing be the WWE. They'll totally just uh, repackage him or something. Well, and and it'll be the running gag like uh, like fucking Hornswoggle being a McMahon. Nobody remembers that shit anymore. Exactly. Maybe, maybe they just me then. <laughs> um, the other thing was that uh, the other note I took down was uh, you, you know I, I'm curious about this relationship with with Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. I'm not really sure if. McIntyre brings Ziggler up or if Ziggler brings McIntyre down. You know what I'm saying? I was just about to ask that. Like, who's helping who? I don't know. Um, I think it's... Uh, he's bringing Ziggler up. But, but I get... at the same time, kind of like a... Uh, just a way to ease him in for people who don't even know who he is. Because there is a whole new generation of fans... That don't know. Yeah. So I guess the so you're saying that the newness and the freshness of McIntyre coming back will help Ziggler out. Yeah, but then at the same time, Ziggler helps bring him in as well. It's it's symbiotic, I guess you could say, where it's it's they. I think they help each other in a way. I mean, look. Zig- I think it helps Ziggler with cool factor. Yeah. And it helps Drew with acceptance. I but they're gonna have to do a little bit of repackaging with Ziggler because. Something needs to change, like that whole like record scratch before his music kicks in, like they need to do away with that shit. I think they need to they need to do something different with that guy. I mean, I I, I think this is a good direction for him. I thought that you know like while he was like floundering, I'm like okay maybe this dude just needs a posse or something or or a crew, and you know hopefully this is kind of the beginning of that. So because uh, I think McIntyre. As long as, as, as they, they protect him decently on that show, I think I think you're right. I think he could bring Ziggler up. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like McIntyre's strength has always been his promos. Yeah. On the indies, anyways. I mean, that's how he uh, kind of raises stock. Yeah. And his performances were always solid. He could always wrestle. But I think but there was whenever he's missing. passionate about something. Yeah, well, I think on the indies, he, he just gave these mind-blowing promos. He was more passionate. I think that's what they need to get him on. So he needs to have like a really good feud with somebody, somebody strong, somebody he can give a shit about to uh, perform that way in the mic. And then the matches are going to be great. I think he'll yeah. bring it. So, so do you think that they'll kind of just be like singles with them kind of seconding, set, seconding each other, or they'll use them kind of like as a tag team? You think? I don't know. They seem to be kind of like uh, they'll be doing what they're doing with um, Sami Zayn and, and Kevin Owens. Yeah, I can see that working for them. Uh, the other note I took was uh, night one for Chad Gable went pretty well. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. Now, now I, I, I guess... mean, who knew? I, it's it's always iffy whenever somebody's under 5'8", five, 5'9". That's really dope in the ring, but then uh, it's like, how are they going to be treated? You know what I mean? When they get to a certain level, there's yeah. always a glass ceiling for the shorter guys. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that this this isn't the you know the WWE's typical kind of like 
we'll give people the shock victory only to have this guy just get decimated by this, you know, the bigger character um, later on. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, this this translates to something better, um, something bigger for him. I, you know, Chad Gable's talented as fuck, and, you know. He really is. He, he has it, whatever it is. He has super charisma. I love his style. I mean, that's, if anything... That's probably my favorite style of wrestling. Wrestling is his style. Yeah, you know what I mean—the very technical style and, and everything he does is sound. Um, he makes sense as a character in ring and out of the ring. Yeah. Um, so I, I watched the uh, Sammy and Kevin versus Braun and Lashley match, and uh, I, I did enjoy that match, but it, it kind of left me wondering uh, why they just didn't bring Lashley up at WrestleMania and have him tag with Braun because I kind of like the, the chemistry that those two guys had together and you know like if they would have just brought them up one night earlier I think they, they could have had a decent run with the tag titles well that was the uh, that was the big rumor like I was expecting it to be him yeah you know and here we but are said we got um, two weeks you know, later big time Nicholas <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you that kid's gonna turn on him turn on him at some point seriously you I know. just want the T-shirt. It, but it's it's weird. I mean, I don't know if you if you noticed the reactions that Braun was getting there, man. It's that guy's getting like such a reaction at this time that it's it just it still kind of just confuses me why they're still going strong with Roman when this guy's getting the reactions that Roman should be getting. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I and this is why uh, that product is so hard to watch. Yeah. It's insulting to your intelligence, you know, it's not good. Yeah. The, the last note I had for raw was fucking no way. Jose being a hundred percent, the Adam Rose of 2018. And I like him too. That's, that's the sad part is, is I really, really like him. And I, and I don't want the fans to turn on him when they make him a little too hokey, like they did Adam Rose. Well, I think the way that they were kind of presenting him in NXT, I think, you know, it worked. You know, the guy would go out there, have some matches, um, just kind of went out there and danced by himself. But this fucking conga line is just, it's just killing it. It's just so bad. It's almost like the writers went to just one party, and it was a party with a conga line. Yeah. And so they keep going back to that well. And uh, I don't know. Hey, Steve, remember that one time we went to that? Yes, I remember. Do you think we can add it to another guy? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it was so fun, man. It was so fun. Oh my god. Do you remember do you remember Ellen from HR? Like she was so much fun in that conga line. Oh yeah, and the way she wore that bunny costume. <laughs> uh did you have any other notes about Raw? Uh it was two days ago and in, in wrestling terms, uh, that was like a year like ago. Two years you ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's funny you say that because WrestleMania just feels like so long ago at this point. Seriously. So let's move on to SmackDown then. Um, so I wrote down that like uh, you know Big Cass is getting a lot of focus. Um, at least he seemed a little nat- more natural on the mic this go around than he did in his previous incarnation. Um, I don't know. Uh, is this the right feud to start? Daniel Bryan with? Uh, I don't know. As long as Daniel Bryan wins, that's all I care about. 
so if it's a thing where they're building up Cass, yeah, and uh, just to be fodder for Daniel Bryan, I'm cool with it. Yeah. And so not to mention, if there's anybody who's going to make anybody look good, it's Daniel Bryan, even if you lose to Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah. I mean, I I think there's something to this connection between, um, Big Cass and Miz, you know, considering that uh, last week, Big Cass took Daniel Bryan out. You know, then he shows up on Miz TV. I think they might be kind of uh, teasing a little bit of a, uh, you know, a connection there between those guys. Which, you know, it's fine. Well, that would work. Yeah. Yeah. It, I Miz, think is, it Miz is good with, a, a, you know, for lack of a better term, entourage. <laughs> entourage, a lackey. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, uh, going back to Raw, uh-huh. I'm totally down with them. Was it, was it Baxel Club? Baxel Club. <laughs> I OG I like Baxel that, Club. Dude. I really do. D- d- uh, <laughs> so so if they come out with shirts, you're sporting that shit. I might, dude. <laughs> and a nice fuchsia color. Um. The next note I had was that I just I'm digging the iconics on SmackDown. I think they fit in perfectly. Um, those two are just natural together and just like. You know, they play just hateable so good, like even just making fun of people. Uh, I'm glad that they're yeah, on Yeah, if Smackdown. anything, they're... they're the, I mean, I, I don't want to compare them to Lay Cool, but they're like that, but better for me. Yeah. Like, I, their I think characters they come are so natural. on point as far as chemistry, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they come off a lot... Uh, and then... Uh, and then Peyton's a little star in the ring. She really is. She's good. Man. Yeah, and she's her selling is really good. I was really impressed. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that they'll they'll go far with these guys, you know. And I, I know that you know, this does give Oscar another loss, but you know, it was at Becky's hands, and it was kind of uh, nefarious, if if you will. But I'm I'm okay with with uh, yeah, I, iconic getting the rub there. Yeah, I still think they're they're protecting Oscar in their own way. Yeah, without getting like pinned or. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so apparently it looks like they're, you know, I, w- I was kind of wondering back and forth ever since this, uh, the greatest Royal Rumble had been announced, like, what's the stakes here? What are we fighting for? So apparently we got a graphic on SmackDown that the winner gets a fancy new trophy. <laughs> like, no title shot. It's, it's a, you, you're winning a trophy, similar to the Andre the Giant Battle Royal or the uh, women's battle royal, you're you're walking out with a trophy on uh, on Friday morning. Wow. Well, it's probably expensive, so they could sell it on eBay, right? And get some cash. I mean, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could say you beat fifty guys. You beat fifty guys and got this fancy trophy. You're gonna have to carry through the airport now. In front of a crowd full of guys, probably. <laughs> so oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it, I saw the uh, there was a couple of shots that people had been posting about like the um, the arena and stuff, and the VIP seats for um, you know uh, I guess the whoever the uh, I guess the higher ranking people in the country or whatever are like these like fresh ass recliners, so each person instead of sitting in like a fold out chair are sitting in like a basically like this like big reclining chair. It's crazy looking. I'll have to, I'll have to send you the picture. Oh my gosh. I'm like, damn, can That's I watch amazing. wrestling like that? I'd love to watch wrestling like that. A big, sexy recliner. <laughs> Seriously. Um, 
How annoyed must Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson be after spending so much money on new gear that say Balor Club to get moved to SmackDown to have to be part of the club again? Like... <laughs> Damn it! Oh man, it's like they 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 start that match off, uh, the main event of SmackDown, and and you know they start taking off their jackets and shit, and I'm like, God damn, they're wearing their fucking Balor Club outfits and shit. Like, <laughs> they just got that shit. <laughs> Continuity, guys. Continuity. Oh man, but I guess uh, the biggest news out of uh, SmackDown was Shinsuke's new version of his song um hell yeah man that shit's so good i love it i already downloaded it did you really yeah it was bumping (laughs) in my car it was that i had that going and then uh jonah rock's theme from death grips and uh yeah i think that was uh, the the thing i was excited for most this morning was was uh getting in my car and bumping it so, so how many songs deep is this playlist of yours at this point? Um, it's actually short, just because I had to change uh, devices. Okay. So I upgraded my iOS, and uh, so I can't because the my my car iPod is so old, it won't. It's not compatible. Oh shit! Okay. So I'm literally playing music off of a flash drive. Oh, are you car. really? It's crazy. Yeah, so I'm just sifting through folders and shit. God you know damn what I mean? Fucking technology. Yeah, well, you know, if I had Bluetooth, I'd probably do that, but I don't, so. Which is which is weird that, that they would have, like, a flash drive, like a USB port for it, but wouldn't have put fucking yeah. Bluetooth in there. That's weird. Yeah, That's exactly. So well, my car is five years old, so. That's so old in this day and age. <laughs> Isn't it? Like the technology's already I guess, like, oh, I mean, there's like, no Bluetooth in my, it. My homegirl that I work with, she just got this like car that was last year. And god damn the things that this fucking car does. It does like, it breaks for you. It does the line assist for you. Like if you're like kind of getting over, it like straightens you out. Like it's basically driving for you at this point. Yeah, yeah that's wild. Fucking big brother, man. Goddamn big brother. <laughs> uh, did you watch the... Uh, <laughs> The uh, the video that somebody posted of what the English words of the uh, of Shinsuke's video is, and it's all just basically. Please tell me you have it ready. Oh, I don't, man. I I punch your balls so yeah. deep. <laughs> I like to fuck. <laughs> I I want to I want to I want an English version of the song now with t- with those lyrics. <laughs> or how about you get like a. Just one of those Chicago crowds or New York crowds where they actually just sing along with those lyrics, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, damn it! <laughs> That'd be the best thing ever. Uh, now, did you watch? Did you? So you said you watched Two Hundred Five Live. I did. So what did you think about that marathon match? I didn't get to watch it yet. Um, you know what? It, it was good. I mean, you know, let's face it. Two Hundred Five does have some great performers. They really do. Yeah. It's just none of them are the guys that I root for. Sure. Like, you know me, I'm super high in Buddy Murphy right now, but I guess he hasn't made weight for a while, so he's kind of not necessarily written off the program. But I think, you know, they're booking this for the casual audience. The Greatest Royal Rumble is, is basically a casual fan's wet dream. Yeah, it's like you know the, what I mean? the greatest With, hits kind of thing. Yeah, and and so, you know, I don't expect that crowd to appreciate Akira Tozawa or Hideo or... 
or even Gulak, because it sounds like Gulak had a decent show yeah. in that match, right? Well, that was my that was my favorite uh, part of the match was his part, just because of the way he wrestles, you know. Yeah. God damn. So it, it was nice. So um, it started off with Mustafa and and TJP, which mm. was fine. Um, they're both talented, but you know they I think their their styles a little too similar. Yeah. So it kind of looked more like a dance than a uh, than a match. Than a gritty wrestling match. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when Gulag got in after uh, Mustafa pinned TJP, that's when it picked up just because Gulag was like literally trying to rip his limbs off. Nice. And that was badass. And then um, uh, Tony Nese versus Drew Gulag was good. Was that good? As well. Okay. Like Tony Nese like, played super upset and, you know. Off came out with fire. Ago. Yeah. So, uh, but then Gulak beat him with his finisher, which I thought was really cool because they uh, they really made it lethal, I guess you could say. Okay. And then, uh, you know, good old Kalista won in the end. And it's like, okay, whatever. You know, that's that's the match that, you know, the Saudi said, okay, we'll, we'll give you $10 million if we get Kalista versus Soldier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, of all people. Like, I, I, I thought it was definitely going to go with Mustafa Ali again, you know, and, and kind of do, like, that, like, respect match again. But, uh, yeah, it's too bad because I, I would have much preferred that or even Gulak for sure. Uh, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that in the next couple of months they realize that what they need to do with that show is just move it before SmackDown because the what part, the part of it that, that kills it for me is the fact that some of these matches are hot as fuck, and the crowds are just kind of, you know, dead. Because they've, you know, they've, they've sat through SmackDown, you know, and, and, you know, a couple months back, they were sitting through SmackDown, and they were sitting through the Mixed Match Challenge, and then 205 Live, so. Right. But, um, well, I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think, I think Kalisto, Cedric, if they have enough time, if they're given enough time, I'm going to say that might... Be better than uh, Cedric Mustafa Ali from WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious to see how. It's this not crowd... too much of a stretch, but. I mean, it might. I mean, it might be, and and honestly, this crowd, you know, is is kind of the unknown variable because I don't know how hot this crowd's going to be, how cold this crowd's going to be. You know, it's it's, it'll be interesting how they react to these things, because um, it's definitely not the the usual kind of fan that we're going to get. I mean, let's be honest, nobody's really flying in for this thing so it's it's straight a a native to to the country reaction to this show you know yeah i think i think they're total fans you know I, and but uh yeah i think uh they're just going to go with predictable booking okay you know um and and that being said i do like Kalista. i do i think he's great yeah I but just, I, I just like six other fools more right. <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean no i agree all right so let's uh let's move on to nxt then um i just wrote down you know basically what happened on the show um you know with uh adam cole defending the uh the north american title against oni lorkin which you know was was a fine match i thought short but fine yeah i like oni so much man i like him I, and Daniel you know, there's What'd you say? I, I like him and Danny Birch. I like them both. Oh yeah, I, I like both of their styles. You know, like I said before, that that's just my favorite style of wrestling, honestly. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's how they wrestle. Um, what stood out to me, though, was the uh, the promo for Undisputed Era. Oh, right, yeah. With the and, start of uh, the show. Yeah. Hands down, Cole does have the most charisma out of the four. Um, I've never heard Bobby Fish talk. I think I've heard him talk. But I thought he, he did well. He did well enough. Yeah. I, 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 right. I, I did think that Roderick Strong looked more comfortable in this role than he did before. Um, you know, playing, playing, playing off of these guys, as opposed to you know the the previous story that they had of like, oh he's a dad. You know, it's like all right, let's shed the fucking dad story already from Roderick Strong already. We get it. He's so nasally. It's a, oh yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's like. It's probably the weather so down in, in Orlando is what it is. Maybe. But, I mean, um, you know, I was listening to Daniel Bryan's promo. I don't know if you saw that backstage, WWE.com exclusive, where he's in the training room and he's talking about Big Kaz attacking him. I haven't, I, I didn't, I haven't watched it. And it's like, you know, he sounds like, you know, people in the Undisputed Era. You know what I mean? He's just a well-spoken kid. Yeah. Uh, doesn't have a gravelly voice or anything, but you just love Daniel Bryan. And so, you know, if he could do it, so could these guys. It's just a matter of, you know, finding that right thing to click with the audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I, I think I think you're right. I think Adam Cole is definitely the the closest to that of, of the four. But... Uh... Yeah, I, I like I said, I enjoyed that match. Um, the match that I really w- didn't care about m- too much was uh, obviously uh, Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss taking on Heavy Machinery. Um, oh, I I liked it <laughs> only because really, I, I, yeah, I like those. Yeah, I like I like him, um, but that's pretty much the only thing I liked about them. Um, yeah, and, and which is fine. You know what I mean? I, I, I think it's always a treat, honestly. Yeah. Um, I like their double teams. And uh, I think Sabatelli and, um, and Moss, they're underrated as far as performers. Yeah, which is strange. They do everything would... fine. I just don't like them. Yeah, I, it's just strange that they would break them up before actually like really... Because I figured they would tease the animosity and maybe give them a manager that would kind of bring them together. But it looks like they went full split with them uh, tonight. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think splitting these guys up, you know, puts them more in obscurity. I I, I think. You know? Well, they you you want to split up a tag team after they gain something, some but traction. They haven't gained anything. They they're not hated enough, and they're not liked enough. Yeah. You know they're getting there, but you know they should have. Some fan favorites first before they did this. Yeah, at least at least giving them a proper feud or two, but it's it's it's, it's kind of like some unknown band breaking up. It's like oh well, you guys had one EP and you guys broke up. Okay, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> so be it. Still looking for that. It's not like wham splitting up. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So yeah, I don't know where they go with those guys, but um. So the main event was supposed to be Johnny Gargano taking on. Alistair Black for the NXT title, but uh, Tommaso Ciampa jumps Gargano before the match, beats the shit out of him. They end up over by the announce table. Um, 
he ends up they end up off, jump uh, I forgot what he hit him with off the stage uh, leading to Gargano getting carted off but uh yeah I'm kind of glad that they're keeping this alive um yeah I guess so I I, I guess the they're gonna have another match then at, at Chicago maybe right yeah it's just I'm trying to figure out really? what what is it a, you know like what's the ramification of that match because you know the the ramification of the previous match was the fact that Gargano got his job back if he won. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what kind of stipulation you put these guys in that because you're gonna have to separate them at some I point. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I see it as a gimmick match where they they do it in the cage or something. A cage. Yeah, I mean you, you, they already you did know. the unsanctioned match, so they can't really do like a. A street fight because that's basically an unsanctioned match, right? I mean, same difference. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly wish they would just move on to other things and they could just have this in their back pocket. Yeah, that they can kind of. I kind of like later. the the New Japan style where it's like, okay, they have a big match, but then they stay away from each other for a while. Yeah, kind of like Okada and and, uh, and Omega, something to that extent. Um. So because Gargano got carted off. Uh, we actually ended up getting uh, Alistair Black versus uh, Eric Young, which was a good match. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, that they put over Alistair Black heavily at the end, you know, as he, you know, basically took out all three of them before they end up heading off to SmackDown. Just black massing everybody. Yeah, just you know? fucking That was kick, pretty dope. Kick to face. <laughs> um, and I, I'd like the... What stood out to me most was this promo. Just when uh, Eric Young interrupts him, and then uh, Alistair Black's like, "You're looking for this?" Yeah. Well, it's you know, let's let's do it or whatever. And I thought that was badass. Yeah. Yeah, I think the crowd took that, that fit his character perfectly. Too. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, before that, though, they had that backstage segment with Dakota Kai. Oh. She was that's acting right. her ass off, dude. Yeah, like right. I was. Really impressed with her look of concern. Um, really good. Yeah, like she was going about, about to cry her ass off. And then, exactly. Uh, Shayna shows up. You know, open. just <laughs> totally disturbed. And then Shayna was her usual badass right. self. You know, they, so I like that segment a lot. Yeah, that, that did remind me. They did, they did a pretty decent job of kind of like doing small snippets of the women's division there in NXT. Just kind of, you know... You know, showing them for a couple seconds, kind of giving their quick thoughts on on Shayna Baszler and moving on to the next person, kind of reminding you like, hey, this is our NXT women's roster. So I thought that was good. Yeah, I like that. It just it sets up a lot of potential challengers. Yeah, yeah, I, I think well the it, the one that they didn't show right because they didn't show Nikki or the oh they did she was like the first one that they showed was Nikki Cross. But uh, do you have any other notes from NXT? Um, I like the Kona Reeves vignette. <laughs> it's just okay. But why? But why is it like there's there's something about his like the creepy faces he's making that's just fucking creeping me out, man. That's that's why oh. it's gonna be great oh, because so he's gonna be extremely hateable, and uh, you know I don't know whether they're gonna like give him a push or if he's just going to be 
a dick that just gets beat every week? I yeah. have no idea, but it's I great. Oh man, it, there, it, but there's just something about his look that's even like, I don't know, man. He's almost like giving off this peepee toucher kind of look. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't look at him in the fucking face. I'm like, all right, dude. All right, all right good. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see when he gets reintroduced. Um. I did have one piece of news that got announced today, which I don't, I'm not sure if you saw or not, but it looks like uh, the G1 special from San Francisco, those tickets go on sale May 1st, which is, I Get believe, ready. fucking Tuesday, I think. Get ready. Yeah. That's all I got to say, man. Yeah, we're doing this. That's going to be a good show. Have you watched any New Japan this week? No, I'm so behind. Yeah, me too. There's not enough hours in the day right now. Yeah, and then I also want to catch up on Coato's uh, matches in Mexico. And, mm. you know, just all sorts of things to catch up on. And then, uh, you know, hopefully I can find a champion carnival match here and there. Yeah. You know, but what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I'm not even Too sure. Too much wrestling, so little time. Yeah. I'm not even sure when I'm going to watch this this Royal Rumble on Friday because after work, I'm, that's when I'm going to go see uh, Avengers. So I'm going to be out late because I think, I think my showing is at like 8.30. And it looks like it's a two-hour, two two-and-a-half-hour two movie. So, yeah, I'm probably not going to catch any of that. So I'm going to have to be on, like, radio silence at the very least until, like, fuck, um, maybe... Saturday night, maybe? <laughs> yeah, no, you're going to have to put your phone in airplane mode for like 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've muted all those words, seriously. Infinity War, Avengers, all that. Like, I. Yeah, I'll be doing that too. Yeah. I'll be able to catch uh, World's Greatest Rumble after work on Friday, but then um, we're seeing Avengers Saturday. So. Oh, nice. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I, I got my tickets too for. Uh... Deadpool. I want to make sure I got those stacked up too. So I got back to back fucking movie weeks. This is gonna be a it's gonna be tough Fridays. <laughs> that's good. That's that's always a good thing. Yeah. Well, you know it's it's starting to ramp up with movie season. So you know me, I I like fucking seeing movies in theaters and shit. Well, we had a back to back what two weekends ago where we saw um, a Quiet Place and then Ready Player One the next day. How'd you like Ra- Ready Player weekend. One? Did, did we have we talked about that? Uh, no. Because because you 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 said you read that book, right? Yeah. So so what did you think in regards to you know the book versus the movie? Uh, I don't like comparing them because it's not fair. You, you, you know what I mean. All I ask is if if they take a property and make it into a movie that they just make it its own thing that's entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the MCU. I am not one of those guys, oh, well, they didn't include this character in the costume's wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, if you're entertained, you're entertained. And so, yeah, Ready Player One was fun. You're, you're, you're a rarity then, man, because every person that I've ever run into that has read a book and then watched a movie always does that comparison and is always like, well, you know, the book is better. It's like, yeah, dude, I know. But I, I'm not reading the fucking book. I'm watching the fucking movie. God damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, I can say that. Yeah, sure. I, I totally can say that. I agree. If somebody were to say, oh, yeah, the book was better. I'd be like, yeah, I think so, too. But, I mean, they're totally two different experiences, right? Yeah. It's like, 
what are you going to do? All I was happy about, and in, this is a spoiler if you guys haven't seen it, but dude, they had Gundam in it, and I was happy. That was the only thing I cared about was did they have any of the Japanese properties in there? Because that sure does cost money. Did. It's like, how do you do that? Yeah. And and that's all that mattered to me. Me personally, I felt like it should have wrecked shop and just won the battle for everybody, but that's fine. There was, I feel like I, I'm going to have to watch that movie like 50 times to just basically get every little Easter egg I know, in I that was, movie. I was saying that. I just wanted to slow, uh, watch that battle scene in slow motion just to see how many characters I know, which is probably going to be nil because I, I really don't play video games. Yeah. And I know a lot of them were from that. But um, yeah, a lot the of, little There was things. a lot of familiar ones there, though. It's like, you know, I, I definitely want to watch it again for that. Have you seen the uh, the Venom trailer? Yeah. What'd you think about that? Uh, I don't you, know, man. You look, you look think... apprehensive to me. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's like you you watch the trailer and that's fine. But then uh, I cut a still of, you know, the Venom monster, yeah. right? When he, when he morphs or whatever. And for me, it looked a little bit like Gremlins. If you oh. do a side by side, and I just started getting me, it was it was kind of like just the mouth part, and yeah. the teeth. I was like, oh, that looks like Gremlins. It was just kind of funny. That's funny. Nah, yeah, I was hoping, you know, I saw that first trailer, and I'm like, all right, they're they're probably gonna tease us the entire time and not show us the, um, you know, Venom and, until you you go see it in the movie theater. So I'm I'm glad that they did, but I I didn't even think of anything like that. I was just like, oh shit. Um, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, really all they need to do is just have them fuck shit up as Venom yeah. and beat people's asses, and I think it's going to be great. Yeah, and, and, and from from all looks of it, I mean, it definitely looks like they're going that route, hopefully, and and they just didn't, like, show all the good shit in the, in the preview. <laughs> and, then, and then Tom Hardy, it's, it's really not a stretch when he plays the... Uh, the stoic dude in distress. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, <laughs> it's like, yeah, not a stretch for you, dude. Nope. Um, and then, that, have you seen A Quiet Place? Not yet. It's, it's on so my list. money, dude. Yeah. That's like, it's it's just smart. Um, yeah, really good. Did you uh, did you find yourself in the, in the theater trying not to make too much noise? Oh, dude, I, I got side-eye so much because um, in the beginning of the movie, I, I was fucking eating popcorn and shit, and I never heard my popcorn eating so loud because it was it was it gets silent in that movie due to the nature of the plot, and it was, like, so fucking funny. <laughs> so, yeah, don't eat popcorn when you're watching that shit. And don't if you're going to open bags or whatever of candy, do that shit before as the previews are playing. Exactly. Yeah. So this this woman next to us, um, yeah, she had some sort of wrapper. I don't know if she was eating one of the sausages or what, but like, yeah, she was taking off the foil <laughs> for the first half hour. I was like, God damn. Like, how much Hershey's fucking Hershey bar do you have in that fucking wrapper? God damn it. Exactly. Oh man. Well, all right, man. Let's uh, let's fucking wrap this shit up. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to the Greatest Royal Rumble, but we'll see, man. It seems like I'm gonna basically go to work and come home, and that shit's probably still gonna be on. <laughs> yeah, does this seem like a long card? 
It seems like it's gonna be a long fucking card. I don't know. It's it's and, it's and weird that a that a show starts at nine a.m. our time Pacific time, but I don't know. It's a good experiment because if the shit works, then there's really no excuse for them not to do a WrestleMania, you know, at a different time zone, you know. So do you think uh, they just do predictable booking and have like pretty much all the faces win? You know what I mean? Or do you think they actually uh, switch with Roman? You know. I figured that they weren't putting the title on Roman at WrestleMania because of this card. Right now, I sit here thinking, would it surprise me if they don't put the title on Roman? Not really. You know, I, 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 right now, it would not surprise me if they just say, fuck it, let's just not put it on the kid. You know? Um, I, I, I can see them leaving it on Brock until somebody else, maybe Braun Strowman or something. Um, that's the only one where I'm kind of like, mm, I'm, I would love for them. Look, Nakamura, these last couple weeks since he went heel, I think he's been fucking so dope. So I, if there's one title of the big titles that I would definitely switch would be that title. I would love to see Nakamura with that title now with this like dickhead, you know, heel that he's playing right now. Exactly. And then just defending in this belt by just hitting everybody in the nuts. Yeah, that's his new finisher. He just nuts everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'll i take it. I like it. Um, in regards to the secondary titles, that one's kind of weird because, you know, it's basically Raw versus SmackDown in both of those matches, uh, you know, I guess. So I guess if you flip one secondary title, you're going to have to flip the other one so it evens back out. Um uh, the, I mean, the only for sure title match we're getting where we're going to get somebody new is the tag team title match. But it doesn't make sense for the bar to win it because they're on SmackDown. So I'm assuming that that just basically predicts that, uh, you know, uh, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt win that. Well, I am looking forward to the ladder match. Oh, yeah, the ladder match should be I, I just want to see Joe wrestle again. Yeah. You know? And especially, especially on a big guys. stage. On a big stage like that because, you know, he hasn't been at a WrestleMania yet, right? I mean, because he's been... He was with NXT last time, and then this year he was injured right before, or, you know, wasn't, quote-unquote, cleared until the Raw after. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a, a big stage for Joe, so... Yeah, good and good for him for getting the payday. He deserves yep. it. Yep. Because he's been fire on the mic. Yeah. Arguably the best promo. On the main roster right now. Uh, you know, I don't know. My gut tells me that this, this show might be better than WrestleMania. but No, that, it has to be. It has to be. But I don't think that's a stretch in saying that either. Because, you know, as we've discussed on you know on pre- previous uh, podcasts, the first half of the show was great. The second half was just bad. So, just wasn't, you know, it's just too fucking long. I mean, not that this show on Friday isn't long, but... It just, to me, I, I'm I'm more curious to see how, like I said, these these fans in, in in you know this part of the world react to this product in a live setting like that. I think they're gonna lose their shit. Yeah. I just don't know if they're gonna be like crazy with the chance or anything. But yeah. um, you're I, I'm I'm guessing we're gonna hear a lot of old school reactions for a lot of the older acts. 
So the, you know the I mean? Triple H. We might even see Cena. John Cena win. Yeah, I don't know, Triple man. H. That's that's a that's an interesting one too because yeah, uh, Triple H is pretty popular internationally. So I'd almost be surprised if Cena won that one. Um. And then is it going to be another Undertaker squash? I, I have no idea. Oh yeah, no. I, I figure I figure that match but is probably going to go like five minute tops. I don't. I don't you think th- it's going to be like like a quick squash, like you did Cena, or yeah, yeah. It I, uh, I just don't think you know Taker. You know it, we're we're wrapping down on Taker, so I think we're going to see Taker's greatest hit. So come out, you know. Do a clothesline, do you know? Uh, uh, do the uh, you know the the rope walk, maybe the tombstone, a choke slam, roll into the casket, and and yeah, pretty much five minutes in. I don't know, man. I think if they give him a, a cool meal or two, he he might actually do a dive. Fuck. <laughs> well, as long as he la- lands in those luxury seats, he should be fine. I know. <laughs> it's like this is comfy. That's funny. Oh man! All right, you guys. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, like I said, we're we're looking forward to this show, and maybe we'll do a show in the next couple of days after uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble, kind of recapping what happened. Um, until then, I am Mascara de Fuego, and I'm Gray Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, guys. Puma, puma. <laughs>